Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay. Today I want to talk about a relatively abstract topic, and that is how people receive me as a podcaster. Now, I have a relatively low view of myself. I guess I see the worst aspects of me on a regular basis. And for this reason, I don't really think of myself as being anything more than just some schmuck that records his voice on a regular basis so other folks can listen to it. But I experienced through my time in the UK with one particular podcast listener that clearly my impact has been very important on his life and actually in general talking with a number of the podcast listeners that I met from my time in the UK, I got the broader sense that obviously this thing through periodic recordings of my voice is generating a community which is independent and in some senses unresolved from, you know, what I would generally put out in my narrative. That's a more curious discussion to be had for a future short funk, but I wanted to put that idea out there in some form. With regards to this particular individual, there was a reflective point, a series of reflective points where clearly it was observable that the impact that I had had on his life was disproportionate to most of the folks that had interacted with him. And it always interests me, particularly when I create communities, that in creating these communities, the energy, which would normally be put into like financial things like sponsors and this kind of stuff, is reintroduced, almost reinvigorates the community. So that people can see from one act of kindness that other acts of kindness will come. People can see from, you know, one act of general selflessness in some regard, you know, other acts will come. The perspective, I guess, that this is some narcissistic ego element associated with putting my voice out there for these things, well, you know, some are sympathetic to that. But if you looked at the amount of effort that actually went into these things over time, you'd find that perhaps the disproportionate level of energy that's put into this thing, at least in isolation, may negate that kind of argument. What I found particularly fascinating through this, though, was a sense that, irrespective of my own interests of community outreach and community growth, the positive benefits that it brings to a large number of people, it's pretty overwhelming. And when you see that with regards to just one individual, you start to realise that this thing is more than just pushing air particles into electrons over the internet to a variety of folk. It's about basically providing an idea that there are other humans out there that may be worth interacting with, and that in and of itself creates a kind of plus, a positive, in the creation of broader communities. Finding Stone Ape listeners through this visit were distinctly different in some regard than model rail radio listeners, but I greeted both groups with similar fervour and similar curiosity. I was really interested in hearing more stories from most of the podcast listeners that I interacted with, and some of them turned out to be really amazing, interesting, and very friendly people that I feel much the better for in terms of providing this audio content and actually gaining their friendship and also allowing them to contribute to creating communities. A number of interesting characters met through the visit as well. And in saying that, I realised that oftentimes you really can't pick and choose who your listeners are. They just exist in a broader format for you to discover and reflect upon. Every listener that I spoke to had some degree of insight. Every listener that I spoke to certainly made me smile on a variety of comments. But there were distinctions between people who clearly 
had adopted and embodied some of the aspects of the stuff that I was recording and folks that just thought that I provided one or two additional podcasts in their existing feed of, you know, seven to 20 podcasts. And in that light, those folk typically not was more standoffish, but certainly asserted the fact that they weren't absolute zealot devotees. And not that this saddened me, but the folks that were really obsessive and loved the work that I was doing, they had just a different patina to them than the broader, we listen to a lot of podcasts folk. In that light, I'm certainly re-energised to produce more podcasts, or at least produce them to a greater degree of frequency, and it's always fun to meet listeners. So if you're ever coming through the San Jose Bay Area and you've got no particular excuse for a lunch somewhere, feel free to call me up and stop by Netflix for lunch. I like talking to listeners, I like getting insights from them, and in particular the listeners whose lives I've changed for the better, just through putting these audio things out there, I've got to say hats off to them, because they certainly make me smile, and they certainly remind me of why I do this in some of the darker moments associated with recording podcasts. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.